stuff in here. Let's demonstrate and practice it out there, amen? That for God to heal through us, we've got to be willing to actually take a step and do something with it. Is that cool? Are you guys ready for the Word of God tonight? Are you actually ready for the Word of God tonight? If you got your Bible, go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 7. When you're there, say, I'm there. When you're there, say, I'm there. Matthew chapter number 7. It says this. Is anyone still there? Not yet? yet? We're good? There. We're going to read verse number 7 to 11. I'm reading in the New Living Translation. It says this. Keep. Everyone say keep. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone, everyone say everyone. Everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You parents, who here is a parent? Wow. Boys, I need to talk to your connect leader. Because, uh, so, wow. <laughs> Where is Callum right now? <laughs> Leaves for a moment, this is what happens. <laughs> hey, we, we love Callum, don't we? we? Can we film a real quick video for Callum? Lou, get your Instagram up. You ready to go? Just me and then we're going to go to the crowd and everyone's going to go, I'm go crazy. All right. Because, you know, sometimes in life, you just have to say, Callum, we love you and we miss you. Don't we, Nation's you? We love you, Callum. Get well. Callum, 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 Okay. All right, you have to go this. If you don't know Callum, Callum is husband to Louisa Yip. Connect leader to the year 11 boys. Mighty man of God, and he is at home in bed right now after an operation, unfortunately. But he's watching the cricket. Classic. Anyway, where were we? In the Bible. You parents, you say you parents. What a, what a distraction the you parents line was, eh? If your children ask you for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? You know, we're going to speak this term into different gifts that God gives us. And the most important thing that we know right at the start, before we talk about different spiritual gifts and things that God wants to give us, we have to understand this fundamental concept that every gift God wants to give you and me, it is good. God doesn't give average gifts. Who has ever received an average gift before? You know what I'm saying? It's like you're, you're believing for a Nintendo Switch and your parents pull out a Game Boy Advance from 2001. It's like that you, you get an average gift. God, God is not the, the Game Boy giver. He's the Nintendo Switch giver. And every single gift that God gives is good and it's for your benefit. There is no gift that he will give us that is bad. There's no gift that we should not desire. In fact, every single spiritual gift that's written in scripture is something that we personally should desire and apply and seek after in our own lives. And for us to be the youth ministry that is equipped to go into all the world to take the reality of Jesus, we actually need to take something with us. And this year, sorry, this term, would you rather, 
what we're going to do to help equip us is each week we're going to talk about a spiritual gift so that you can take that gift with you into your world and use it for God's purposes. Last week, you might remember, we talked about the gift of healing. This week, we're going to talk about, drum roll please, the gift of tongues. Everyone say gift of tongues. Gift of tongues. Who has heard of speaking in tongues before? Who has never heard of speaking in tongues before? Give me a big wave. Awesome. We've all kind of heard of it, apart from that guy. Hey. Speaking in tongues. You know what? Speaking in tongues is no different to any other spiritual gift. It is a good gift. It's something God desires you to have. It's something that Jesus paid for you to have. And if you're in this place, you're in two categories. You either are someone that has the gift of tongues operating in your life, or you're someone that is going to have the gift of tongues operating in your life. Because I believe the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the ability to speak in tongues wasn't for some believers, it was for every single believer. In Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit fell, the very first encounter with the Holy Spirit, 120 people were in a room, and the Bible says that they all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they all began to speak in other tongues. It's not a separate gift for some and not for others. It is for every single one of us. And I want to encourage you, if you're in this place and you don't yet have the ability to speak in tongues, I want to encourage you to keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on hungering, because on the other side of your keeping on is God giving you what you're asking for. But I think tonight I want to talk about a slightly different track with speaking tongues, because often my, my experience with speaking in tongues is we, we sometimes seek the ability to speak in tongues. should have bought a car, but I got a scooter. <laughs> we seek the ability to speak in tongues, but we do it so that we could be in the tongues club rather than use it how God intended it to be used. We do it because we don't want to be that friend that can't speak in tongues rather than seek it and desire it for the right purpose in which God gave it. But I'm here to tell you, the gift of tongues, like every and any spiritual gift, it is a good gift, it's for your benefit, and it's something God wants you to have and operate in daily in your life. I want to share a little bit of a story to encourage you around this idea of speaking in tongues. But it was the year 2013. Give me a wave if you were 10 years old in 2013. Wow, you 11 boys. Love you boys. So does Callum. He's not here, unfortunately. Should we make another video? No, 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 no. But it was the year 2013, and it was my birthday in 2013, which was August the 15th. Everyone say August the 15th. If you, if you weren't aware, that's 13 days from today. And so if you were a mathematician, you could almost imply that my birthday is coming up in just under two weeks. If you feel under any pressure or obligation to buy me a gift, please know you are most welcome to. I want anything that you can desire to give me. Now, but um, it was my birthday, and in 2013, there was one thing that I wanted, only one thing, and I wanted to get my own New Living Translation Study Bible. I was like, it was my 18th birthday. I was, I told my mum, I was like, mum, there's one gift that I want, and it's this study Bible. The reason why? I'll tell you why. It was black. It was leather. It had little things in it to read. It was paper. What's that? Commentaries. It's like, it's like the director's cut of a movie, right? It's like God telling you what he meant about what he was saying. It's, it's incredible. And so I was designing this gift, and it got to my birthday. 
August the 15th, 13 days from today, 2013. And it was my birthday. And I got up in the morning, I was chatting to my parents, I'm like, hey Matt, here's your gifts. They gave me, I opened up, and it was this awesome black leather Bible. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. It was the most, it was the best. I, I don't think I've received a better gift to that date in my life. I loved it. I cherished that thing. I held to, to, to the date of 2013. Chill, guys. Jesus. The calm goes and then everyone gets loose. It's crazy. And I loved it. And then my parents turned me and said, oh, by the way, Matt, uh, you know dad's car? And I was like, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're going to give that to you when you get your license. And I was like, oh, are you serious? A car. Like, who has ever received a free car before? There's one thing you need to know about a car. They're more than a study Bible. <laughs> they actually are thousands of dollars. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to give me this car. You're actually personally going to like allow me. I was so mad. I was like, I'm going to have freedom. I can drive where I want. I can go to KFC as much as I want to. I can pick people up. I can take Connect Boys to youth ministry. I can stay for pack down at the end of the night. Come on, somebody. I can have my own independence. And I was stoked for this car. In fact, I've got a picture. Of, do you have the picture of my car from 2013? There she is. Hyundai Elantra 2001. Manual transmission, green in color. The only people that own green Hyundai Elantras are drug dealers and Matt Hennigan. That was my gift. But what would be crazy, right, is if my parents gave me this gift, I received my license, but I never drove the car. They gave me the car. I had the ability to use the car, but I was content with Awesome, I've got the car. But I never actually did what the car was designed to do. That I still caught Transperth buses. Who here takes Transperth? I need to pray for you tonight. Uh, we need to break that curse off your life. Transcurse, am I right? <laughs> Imagine if I owned this car, but instead of using it, I would still take Transperth. I'd still ask my leaders to pick me up. I would still leave early from youth because I had to get the bus home. I'd still ride my bike to uni. Imagine having the ability to use something, but being content with the fact you got it rather than the fact that you're going to use it. And that's exactly how sometimes we treat the gift of tongues. That God gives us this machine, this vehicle called tongues. And tongues, like a car, is designed to take you places faster and quicker than you can in your own natural ability. That when you pray in that heavenly language, it's designed to supercharge you so you can go into the Spirit, so you can see breakthrough quicker, so that you can experience God more. But sometimes we are like me and myself in 2013 that we have something, but we choose to take the bus anyway. The gift of tongues, young person, it's not a gift for you to have so you can have the badge on your shirt. The gift of tongues, like my car, is something for you to drive and use daily. Because whether you have it or not doesn't change you, it's whether you use it or not. Whether you have it does not change your situation, it's whether you choose to use the gift that God's given you that will see the breakthrough that He wants to bring. Am I speaking to somebody tonight? You know, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, can we put up that scripture? Oh, cool. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you'll be talking only to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you'll be speaking by the power. Everyone say power. Power of the Spirit, but it will all be mysterious. 
The one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally. The one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. You know, it says in the Bible that when you pray in tongues, you're not just praying in your power, you're praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you pray in tongues, you've got access to a power source that you did not have before. See, tongues, when we start to speak in that heavenly language, it supercharges us and it takes us places that we could not go before. It's like a catalyst to your presence of God in your life. There are sometimes young people where praying in the English will not simply cut it. And God, you gives us the gift of tongues, not so that we can feel accomplished, but so that we can pray some things that we don't know, that we can intercede some things and pray not in our ability or in our might, but pray in the power of the Holy Ghost. There was this one night that I was having dinner with my dad at home at Grace Church Crescent in Leeming. I was about 15 years old. And it was me and my dad sitting there having dinner. And we were eating steak. Who here loves steak? How many of you know if you're going to choke, it's most likely going to be on steak? Vegans have a lot less chance of choking to death during a meal. Anyway, <laughs> we were having dinner together. And all of a sudden, my dad, who was sitting there... <clears throat> And I'm like, what? Like, what is happening? Literally, he falls to his knees. I'm like a 14-year-old kid standing there like, Dad, what? Like, what? And he's like, literally like, like, telling me to smash him on the back. And I'm like, okay. Ah, ah, and he's like, and it was, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, it, it, it sounds funny, but when it's your dad and he's choking, it's actually quite a terrifying experience to be a part of. And I'm there, I'm getting nervous, I start crying, I'm like hitting him like, dad, dad, and then I started praying for him and I was, dad, God, I pray right now, take it out, take it out, take it out of him. And all of a sudden there was a point where my prayer would not cut it anymore. That the power that I had to pray in my own mind wasn't the fullness of what God wanted to speak in that moment. And my prayer went from Dad, God, open his mouth to Shakaraba, Sokuraba, Rakaramanama, Shitaraba, Rock, boom, it comes out just like that. There are some situations and challenges and circumstances that you are going to face in your life. And it's not your wisdom or your intellect that will get you through. It's the prayer and the Holy Spirit that will. It's praying in the power of God that will release the breakthrough a lot faster in His power than in yours. The gift of tongues isn't something for us to hold on to on a Friday. It's something for us to pray in daily because it releases the power of God. You know, it says in the Bible that he who prays in tongues, we put that up again, 1 Corinthians 14. The one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally. The one who speaks the word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. When you speak in tongues, you actually strengthen or build up or stir up yourself. I have not found a better way to activate my spiritual awareness than actually praying in tongues. When I prep for a sermon, I don't go to my Bible and read and say, God, give me something to speak on. I go to my prayer room and I pray in tongues. And I pray in tongues for 20 minutes. I pray in tongues for 30 minutes. I pray in tongues until God reveals something to me that he wants me to speak into. Now, I remember there was this one time we were at Kennedy Baptist College. Who has heard of a guy, Blake Young? Back in the day, he was called Young Chosen. Who here remembers Young Chosen? Sorry, you're about it. 
You know I'm the baddest. I am a king. You're a anyway, I'll stop. <laughs> so Blake Young, or Young Chosen at the time, was this famous rapper. And we were having coming in to speak at Kennedy Baptist College. Here goes to Kennedy. Come on. <laughs> Not proud of the day. Like, that is a school. <laughs> KBC, we were there Wednesday morning. And I remember Blake Young was running late. And we, were, we didn't think he was going to make it in time. And Pastor Shannon was there. He was the high school's coordinator at the time. And he looks at me and goes, Maddie, if Blake can't make it, I want you to share your testimony. And I was like, what? What? Oh, if he can't make it, I want you to share your story because your testimony is powerful. And I believe that people are going to get saved. And I was like, cool. I'm going to go pray. And I just like, went to the bathroom. And I was literally in this bathroom. And I was like, God, what do you want me to say? I was like, who here does a prayer pacing? When you pray, you pace. It's like you find your two-meter strip, and it's like forward, backward, forward, backward. You'd be great at suicides, you know, just forward and backward. That's a sport, anyway. Uh, if you haven't done gym in a while, the beep test, the beep test. I'm from a different era, <laughs> and I have an ear. Anyway, uh, bringing them back. Comic wit to save me again. <laughs> but I was pacing up and down, and I didn't really know what to say. I didn't know what to pray for. But the Bible says that when you pray in tongues, you strengthen yourself. And so I was in this bathroom, just praying in tongues. God, I just pray, give me what to say. Student walks in. Hey, 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 don't. Yeah, cool. You know, just like praying in tongues. And I was in there probably for like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, I had some type of idea. I don't really know what I'm going to say. But as I was praying, it was like my insides was getting stirred up. My insides were getting riled up. My internal man, it's like, it's like you're doing in the gym crunches. You're just doing tr training on your internal core. When you're praying in tongues, you are building and you're preparing yourself. And it goes from Thank you, God. And I left that place so full of faith, so expecting for God to move. And then Blake Young rocks up. And I was like, oh, for nothing. I'm standing there. Blake Young does his rap. Shoddy, you're the baddest. What's <laughs> that? What's up? Gets to the end and then he shares his testimony. Finishes his testimony while we're just standing there chilling out. But what happened when I prayed in tongues is every prayer you pray is never wasted in God. You might be praying for a friend to come to youth. They don't come on the time that you thought. But can I tell you that prayer is not wasted for their life. You might pray for a healing and not see it come in the time that you're believing for. The prayer you prayed is not wasted, young person. Every prayer we pray, we'll reap from in the future. And I've been praying in tongues for 15, 20 minutes, and I turned to the guy next to me, and I just felt God prompt on my heart just to start talking to him. So I started a conversation and was like, hey, bro, did you enjoy what like, Blake was talking about? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And I was like, did you feel like anything speak to you? He was like, yeah, I was like, to be honest, I feel really recognized with that part where he talked about accepting Jesus. And he just started sharing like what, what he felt God was doing in his heart in that moment. And I started having just this conversation with this young man. And we're just talking about Jesus and how Jesus changed Blake's life. And then I felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to ask him, hey, do you want to accept Jesus into your life? And this young man goes, sure. And I was like, are you serious? 
like right, right now he's like yeah and I was like, cool we'll, we'll play a prayer trying to be like all calm and collected like it happens every day but internally i'm like freaking yeah boy <laughs> but in the mo in, in the moment it's just like it's just bow our heads and pray hey come on guys bring it around and we said a very simple prayer and that young person's life literally his destination of eternity went from hell to heaven in that moment that god saved him but i wonder would I have been aware? Would I have been prepared? Would I have been stirred up and strengthened enough for that encounter had I not prayed in tongues before? Sometimes the greatest evangelical opportunity, sometimes the greatest ministry moments, sometimes the greatest moments for God to use you, young person, will not come in a spur of the moment. It will come because you choose to pray in tongues when no one else is around. That you choose to build up yourself. You choose to stir your heart and stir your faith because when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, God is depositing something in you. And then when you go out, you've got something to give to the world. That the gift of tongues isn't something for us to possess. It's something for us to use. And I believe that it's a gift that every single one of us wants, it's God wants to have. And when we pray in tongues, we pray in the power of the Spirit. It changes the way we perceive God, changes the way we experience Him, and actually changes the course of our life. And you know, I want to shift gears in just a moment. I'd love to invite the worship team to come and join me. And before. I'm going to ask a question in a moment. It's, it's going to be less about can you pray in tongues and more about do you want to make a habit of praying in tongues? Because if you get the gift, awesome. What good is it if God gives you the gift and like my car, it stays parked at home? But I believe that God is raising up a generation and nation's youth of young people that don't just get things from God but are faithful and our stewards, and use them to see his purposes attached. I want every single person to bow your heads and close your eyes all across this place right now. You know, before we move on any further, I'm mindful that in a room or an atmosphere like this, there might be people that don't yet have a personal relationship with Jesus. You know, I myself, I grew up in a family that believed in God, but to be honest, I didn't really walk or live that life. I remember there was this one Friday night, I was in Nations Youth Ministry when I was in year eight. And I was sitting right up the back and the preacher was talking about Jesus. He was talking about how Jesus saves, he forgives you from your sin, from your shame, how he wants a personal relationship with you. And then at the end of his message, he starts to say, hey, if you're in this place and you don't yet have a relationship with Jesus, you want to invite him into your life, I want you to do something really brave and that's slip up your hand. And I'm sitting there like, man, I feel like I should do this. But I was confused because I, I believed in God. I grew up in a Christian family, but I could not shake the reality of what I was experiencing in my heart that moment. I felt it was like my heart was beating, pounding in my chest. I felt butterflies on the inside of me. And there was something in me prompting me saying, Matt, you just got to respond to what he's saying. And I remember him saying, hey, if your heart's beating in your chest, that's God. Make sure you respond to him tonight. And so as an 11-year-old kid, I decided to put up my hand and I said a very simple but very profound prayer. And that prayer, young person, has changed the course of my life. That prayer has made me in this room tonight. That prayer has led me to the jobs that I've been in. That prayer has led me to the relationships that I'm in right now. That prayer has changed the reality of my family. That prayer has changed my destiny forever. And I believe that God wants to change your destiny tonight as well. And it doesn't happen 
by a crazy moment, but simply a prayer. One prayer that you say with your mouth can change your world. Where you say, God, I acknowledge that I need you. I want a personal relationship with you. I invite you into my life. And so I want to give an opportunity for anyone in this place saying, yeah, Matt, that's me. I want a relationship with Jesus. I don't understand it all, but I just, I, I experience something here. I feel something in this room. I want to experience what you're talking about. Jesus loves you, young person. He died on a cross. He was pierced in his hands and his feet. He was whipped. He was beaten. And he willingly chose to do it for you. And the Bible says he was buried in the grave, but on the third day he rose from the grave again, defeating death, defeating sickness, defeating sin. And right now he stands with arms wide open, offering the free gift of everlasting life, eternity, heaven, that you won't go to hell when you die, but you'll go to heaven, that you won't experience hell here on earth, but you'll experience heaven because Jesus comes and lives inside of you. That he loves you. He wants to take away the pain inside of your heart. He wants to take away the shame, the things you wish you never did. He wants to take it away so that you never did them. Because there is freedom and forgiveness in Jesus. But this is not a prayer I can pray for you. It's one that you must pray yourself. And so right now with every eye closed, every head bowed, just out of privacy. If you're in this place and saying, Matt, that's me. I want a personal relationship with Jesus. I want to invite him into my life. I want my past forgiven. I want my sins removed. I want to accept him into my world right now with every eye closed and head bowed. Just slip your hand up. I'll see that hand. I see that hand, bro. I see that hand back there. Good on you guys. Good on you guys. Thank God. Two hands so far. Anyone else want to join these two people and say, Matt, that's me. I want a relationship with Jesus. I can't do it for you. It's one that you have to do yourself. But right now there is a window of opportunity for you to accept Jesus into your world. That's you. If your heart's racing with butterflies on the inside, don't wait. Don't delay. Do it today. Slip up that hand nice and high. I'll see it. And you can pop it straight back down. Looking from the left to the right. I see that hand over there. Good on you, sweetie. Well done. Well done. One last call all across this place. You're saying, yeah, that's me. I want to invite Jesus into my life. I see that hand over there as well. Good on you. Well done. Thank you, God. You're worth waiting for. Thank you, God. All right, why don't we open our eyes right now? We're going to say a prayer together. Can we all stand to our feet if that's okay? What's going to happen right now? 